Hey, this is Mark with Magpie Coffee Roasters here, and we are up in the mix. edition of up in the mix coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout this is sean aka the truth aka the super nicest aka the Narmastar, aka not the black dude that you thought i was this is caesar aka de la photo your favorite neighborhood mexican ernesto captain culo coach mr brunch your local also that bobby with the dad body the brown man in the yacht club how the fuck did he get here lumber the hinta the habitual line crosser and the fucking honey badger what up it's jake How's everybody doing today? This is a glorious, <laughs> glorious Saturday morning. a beautiful morning. Saturday morning. Amazing Very Saturday. Nice. After, after a beautiful Friday. After a couple of rainy days. Yeah. It was so nice, the rain yesterday. Oh, it was great. And it was perfect weather last night. That Thursday rain was wild. Yeah. So heavy. And Did it uh, rain here Thursday? Because we were at the lake. I didn't, I didn't, it went you guys flash probably, flood, monsoon. Yeah. People's you were probably phones above were the clouds. Yeah, it didn't rain up there. And it didn't really rain over here that much at my house. South mm. Meadows, it dumped. Dude, in Sparks, it was wild. People were, like, braking too hard mm. on the freeway and shit. <laughs> Damn. And it was like, it, I feel bad for motorcycle people because it was just, like, <laughs> puddles everywhere and cars just splashing all over the place. Get caught in the rain. Yeah. Go dri- ride your bike to work in the morning. It's all clear. and then I mean, Reno mm. summer weather, it's going to thunderstorm a few times. Yep. It was bound to happen. Yeah. Like, it gets so hot, so hot, it needs to break. Yeah, we need some, reheat, some reprieve from the heat. So how was your week, Caesar? Um, Average. Friday yesterday, yesterday, you know Rob's birthday. Get Fresh Friday at Loving Cup. Salute to Rob Bamboo. Mm-hmm. Forty, his twenty first. Twenty first, twenty first birthday. Second twenty first birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, that's it. You know, it was good because I remember Get Fresh Friday back in the day when it was satellite at uh, where Loving Cup's old location many History. many moons ago. And I even wore sneakers I used to wore to that thing, too. I still got them. Breaking them out, huh? Mm-hmm. You had to dig deep in the closet. Kind of. They were pretty dusty, yeah. But everyone everyone had, you know, dope sneakers on that I was with. Mm-hmm. To Sometimes you got to stun on them. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because if not, like, back in the day at Satellite, it was either five bucks to get in or you got dope sneakers, you're in for free. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a way to get sneakerheads out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the Ethic was DJing and Ryan was DJing. So it was good music. Nice. Nice. Your so week, Sean? Cool. My week was good. Um, you know, uh, finalized everything with the new, the transfer to the new school, and uh, went to the lake a couple times, trying to enjoy the end of the the, uh, the summer before school starts again. Uh, you got me motivated to go tomorrow. To uh, the lake, the lake stories. Yeah. yeah, we went up there Thursday, and uh, it was very nice. It was perfect. Uh, John, it's the Johnny or not Johnny? Johnny Heather went with us. <laughs> earlier in the week <laughs> rachel and uh ryan came up there with us on thursday and then yeah last night went to beefies for dinner then went over to a public house had a couple beers and then loving cup for the uh for bamboo's party had a good time mm-hmm. nice Jake. your week oh my week was it was great working <laughs> <laughs> work and then kids and then all that fun stuff so nothing too exciting no events no happenings i didn't i didn't get out and about much mm-hmm. but 
you know, summer's wrapping up. August is really the month. I mean, we're we're going into August, so I took this week kind of hot, easy, easy because we got hot August nights, we got the river, we got, we got burning nights. man, we got yeah, love it or hate it, mm-hmm. you know it's coming. So you it know is. there's gonna be shit going on, barbecues everywhere, people grilling. Mm-hmm. Like August is when it really you go hard every yeah. day. I don't know. That's when I my busy season starts too. See? Yeah, for like a month. See, and I half. go hard in July because August comes around. I mean, it's always like. Back to work, August third. You know, back to work for yeah. us. So. Oh man, it's so early this year too. August third. It seems like it was earlier. Like, it was it was like July thirtieth last year. Jesus. So, the, the so like you started later. from the kids next the week after that, right? Yeah. So we start yeah. next Tuesday, and then the following Monday, the kids are back. It's back to business. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Summertime, Sean yeah. will be gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not at the lake every All other this day. Leisurely, yeah. yeah. Leisure free time will disappear. Mm-hmm. Then back to hard work. Well, this week at the Honeycomb Hideout, we have a very special guest. Uh, y'all know him. He's a very dapper, well-dressed man. Very true. Very, very true. Very stylish. It doesn't matter what he wears. <laughs> where he's at. Where he's at. He's always looking great. Um, owner, bartender, and now musician. a musician, and now a store owner as well. Welcome to uh, the podcast, Pete Barato. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hello, hello, yeah. hello. Welcome. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me. How you doing today? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Yeah, especially after the opening, the soft opening this week. Oh man, that was a doozy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, velvet velvet pill, right? Velvet pill. Yeah, right above right above the loving cup, directly mm-hmm. above it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to hip hop Zach. He was still feeling it yesterday. So. Yeah, I was hurting pretty good. <laughs> I, I wasn't able to get to get fresh Fridays. <laughs> yeah, you weren't there. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got fresh on Thursday. <laughs> He's early, that fresh. Yeah, Rachel had to leave the lake to go to mm-hmm. uh, the, the uh, soft opening on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was fun. People were people were partying. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, do a little background, Pete. Uh, where are you from? Hold on, before oh. we get into that. Oh, dang. We have. I want a question. I just want to ask because you were talking. Oh, about okay, last okay, week. okay, 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 okay. So uh, we were just talking about this. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? What's your ratio of peanut butter to jelly? These are the we talk about the important things here. No, I, I, that's, <laughs> People that's need good. To know. I like thin jelly, and then I like uh, creamy peanut butter, decent amount. You got to toast the bread. Ooh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, before <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I have put it in the toaster before. Ooh, you know, and, a toaster mm-hmm. oven, and I ruined the toaster. So. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sugar, caramelizing hard. <laughs> Everything dripping. What kind of what kind of jelly are we talking about here? Oh man, I gotta go with the grape grape, grape. jelly. Ah, oh, okay. classic, yeah. classic. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one in a long time, but I'm probably gonna have one now. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone needs a peanut butter jelly sandwich every now and then in their life. I agree. Yeah. It's good. It's classic. You know, except those allergic Easy. to peanuts. Unless you're allergic to peanuts, mm-hmm. then you'll die like Macaulay Culkin. Then what would they do? Like n- Nutella? <laughs> Did you? Is that a was that a My Girl reference? That was a My Girl reference. <laughs> Coming out hot. And he died a he died from a bee sting. A bee sting, yeah. Mm-hmm. No epipens. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're too expensive. <laughs> no, yeah, like this guy at work, epipen was like a thousand bucks or something. Yeah, oh I'll just God. take the risk. <laughs> I mean, how many of you guys have insurance? <laughs> I got insurance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were definitely times I'm like, oh shit, I'm not going to do that. I don't got insurance right now. Mm-hmm. You have to make like, oh, yeah. there's times in your life you have to make yeah. life decisions. I'm going to go pick that flower. Insurance. I don't have insurance. I'm not jumping down. <laughs> it's it's blooming right now. It's dangerous. There's too many bees about. Yeah. I'm not trying to go out like Macaulay Culkin. 
I don't even remember that movie, the premise. It was sad. It was, I feel like yeah. it was super sad. That's the, that was, was really the premise. Sad. They were just trying to, they were just trying to they, bum It was you just out. like a happy story with a terrible ending. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they don't make hard movies like that for kids anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's well, why everyone's so soft. Yeah, look at Bambi. Remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. Came out swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Lion there's King. A, there's, Lion a, there's, King a, there's a death too. in every Disney movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah, hard, yeah. like straight out the jump. Just like, boom. Like, what? It's just orphan or like some super fucking sob story. Kids today, they don't know. They, they, can't, don't, they can't handle they, this. Yeah, yeah look like, how we turned out. Yeah. <laughs> Cynical fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck, Bambi lost her mother. Yeah. What, you, what happened to you? What are you crying about? Yeah. <laughs> Bambi made a lot of friends. It's good. So, uh, yeah. Couldn't find Nemo for a year. <laughs> right? That's bad parenting. That was. But he did good on the road. He did really dad, good. Yeah. The dad, the yeah. dad of that movie was soft, yeah. and that's what led to his son rebelling. That mm-hmm. was like an animated version of Homeward Bound. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah. yeah, everybody trying to go home. Yep. Homer, Homeward Bound fun. Six. People love Finding Nemo, Jake. Be careful. I'm mm-hmm. not worried. Just keeps <laughs> he wants all the smoke. Just come keeps after swimming him. at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ellen was so funny in there. She's like, escape is like escape, but escape. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> All right, Pete, um, back to the question then. Uh, <laughs> where are you from? And yeah, a little backstory on you. Um, well, I'm third generation, uh, northern Nevada, so Reno. I, uh, Battleborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I grew up in Sparks, went to Sparks High, Sparks High School, went to UNR. And um, yeah, I just I, in college, I, I kind of dabbled in all kinds of things. Um, tried to, uh, obviously, I've that's when I started doing music really seriously and touring with Moondog Matinee and decided that was kind of the direction I wanted to go. And, uh, you know, when the, when the market kind of took a dump in 2008, I decided to, to start over and start fresh and, you know, focus on my music and all that kind of stuff, which kind of led me to become a bartender because that's, that's kind of what you, yeah. what you can do because yeah. you're leaving a lot and, you know, and, uh, so I started, bartending you know next to next to doing the music thing and i did i realized that i was pretty good at throwing parties and i enjoyed mm-hmm. the enjoyed the scene so i uh yeah i ended up just bouncing around and that kind of where'd you start bartending oh man my first bartending job was at pacific beach club <laughs> and i wasn't oh. even tw- i wasn't even 21 mm-hmm. i didn't know how to bartend and uh, I went in there, and, and I, you know, I told the owner, I was like, I don't, I've never bartended. And he's like, Do you know what color the drink should be? Because it was ten dollars all you could drink from ten to twelve. It was oh, a sh- dang. It was a shit show. Oh my god. And uh, and uh, so I was like, I, he's like, just figure it out. So people order a mai tai, they get a bucket cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> but but the but the catch to the to the job was I had to bartend shirtless. Oh shit. So yeah, my first bartending <laughs> job, I was twenty years old, bartending shirtless, just making. Vodka cranberries. <laughs> Pacific Sounds Beach Club. Yeah. AKA Sounds my ties. I, I kind of want to. I want to redo that bar. I want to go the opposite of the craft cocktail movement. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring that back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. You get what you get. Yeah, you get what you get. Exactly. Twenty dollars all you can drink every day. Pull up. Can you imagine if you did that now? I don't think that would. No. I don't think it'd be a good thing. People no. couldn't handle it. Now. No. It'd just be riots. Yeah. So that was, that was my first bar gig. <laughs> Alcohol really intense. That's crazy. Yeah. Pacific Beach Club. <laughs> I think I went in there once mm. for a wine walk, but I never, mm. 
I don't think I ever went yeah. there for like actual. Maybe one time where, I went there. Where was it at again? It was where uh, Reno Live used to be. Oh yeah, okay, 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 right there. Like yeah, Vino's yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vino's, I forgot about. Dude. I bartended. I bartended in there for a bit too. Vino's yeah. was always scary, like very dark so and dark. Like, and it had like the empty like. Yeah. Uh, like water features that didn't have any water in yeah. there. People just put their drinks in there. Yeah. yeah. Don't trust a place with a broken fountain, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. yeah. For, fix your shit. <laughs> if they can't afford Because they, all had, they had like Roman columns too, right? Yeah. If I remember yeah. right. And they were like, yeah. they didn't play that much hip hop. That was how they differentiated from it. It was like they 80s play, music. They threw like, mm-hmm. yeah, throwback 80s music because that was what was hot then. Yeah. yeah. Weird times. Vino's. Super yeah. weird. Yeah. That was with that was Reno's early transition so you, yeah you were like that was the ground floor you were bartending right when everything was taken off like. yeah so started there and um went to i ended up going over to the the pepper mill when edge opened and i opened edge mm. and that's and i was uh doing managing over there that was another weird time and uh <laughs> dealing with casinos and oh, all yeah kinds and of i things. got yeah that got it wasn't wasn't good for me um that that like corporate structure I don't do well yeah. with that. So I ended up uh, going and getting a job at St. James Infirmary mm-hmm. um, and working there for four or five years, you wow. know. And I just, that's when I really got into booking and throwing parties and DJing and record yeah. nights. And that's kind of where it, that's, that's where it really took yeah, off. Yeah, because that's when St. James, every Saturday you had to go. Yeah, oh man, those, mm-hmm. are, those are good times. Those, those were really good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So crowded, stinky in there. Yep. Like, yeah, that's how yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, good thing I knew the DJs and sat back there away from all this, uh, all the, yeah. good times. the people. Ooh. Good times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those were good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I did, you know, I did the record night, which was my favorite thing on Wednesdays. I'd bring, I had my old, that, my old 62 Continental. And I'd put, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd put as many records as I could fit in the trunk, <laughs> the backs. I had like nine crates I'd bring in every single Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. People would dig through them. And, and that's how I met a lot of good friends is by their, because I'd have people come in and like, you know, hand me a stack. And they'd write on, you know, each, which track they wanted to play. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I've met a lot of really good friends I have now because you can you can judge someone pretty well by their their musical by their taste. Musical taste. Mm-hmm. And so I still have some, you know, Luke, Lucas and all those guys. Like I met them through record night and we're still friends to this day. So awesome. So that was a, that's a cool way to like get to know get to know someone really yeah especially like especially when they're like not picking they're picking like b-side songs exactly Mm -hmm. yeah they put some thought into it so Mm -hmm. those were fun times and judging books by their album covers (laughs) (laughs) always (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. yep so yeah i did and then i from there i um made the transition over um i i you know i got an opportunity to build loving cup which was was blcc at the time before Mm -hmm. that it was satellite um, so I went in there and was able to redesign the room and, you know, I had carte blanche to kind of do that. And, uh, that was, that was really attractive to me cause I love, I love creating, I love creating spaces. Um, and so that's what, that was kind of my first, you know, foray into that. And I really, really enjoyed doing that room. So. Yeah, space is awesome with like uh, the leaves on one wall and like the ceiling tiles. The ceiling are tiles, I've mm-hmm. always liked. Like, it just changed the total vibe of that place. Yeah. Paintings, like it's. It's been really fun too because I drank at Satellite, you know, when I was when I was underage. That's why I, my my karma over there. You know, when I kick someone out, I feel like a hypocrite. But no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I I drank there, and you know, seeing it going to BLCC and that, it's fun to see how a room mm-hmm. can be so completely different. Yeah, you know, just 
because that that room's been the same layout yeah. obviously for that whole time we mm. haven't did not done any additions but it's been fun to see that you know that kind of transition so and the patio now is it's amazing man. it was so nice on the patio last night we were sitting out there and we were looking how the uh the vines and everything had grown oh, over the top it's... i was like this is how i want my backyard to yeah be. i love i love it out there and you know it took some work but it took a while yeah but it's like it's, it's, it's worth perfect. it now it's, it's perfect mm-hmm. out yeah. there yeah and you know we, we love like we let all the everyone in the building come and hang out over there too during the day so definitely need gets gets used quite nice. a bit so mm-hmm. yeah and like even in the winter time people still hang out out there for yeah. their cigarettes yeah. yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nicotine. <laughs> how long? Have, how long has Moondog been together? How long oh, have you guys been dude, playing? We were together? just talking about that. Uh, <laughs> Adam and I, the bass player, have been playing together for. We, we were we were trying to pinpoint it, but probably thirteen or fourteen years. Nice. And wow. It, and it's weird for me. It would be weird to not play with him. Like we have like a that you guys know like the ESP, chemistry that yeah. ESP, yeah, like yeah. That, you, that you get with someone. Um, and Moondog's been, I guess, somewhat since then. Like it was something different then. We were just in like a pretty terrible band at that time. (laughs) You got to you got to start somewhere. And then uh, Moondog kind of came out of that. Mm -hmm. And then Moondog's been so an ever changing. You know, we've got we have so many different members and that are coming in and out. But I think when Dre when Dre Ballard joined, you know, with as a guitarist, that's when we really like found the sound. And uh, since then, we got we have uh, Miguel on drums. Yeah, uh, that's what Dre was telling me last night. I was like, yeah. "Oh, Miguel's great." And he's he's well, maybe not for long. He's ju- he's drumming with Ila Bamba, and they're they're taking off right now. Oh, he's, he's torn all over the world. Yeah, were and, they on? Uh, they didn't they just do like a tiny, tiny desk, desk concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really so proud. That kid, that kid mm-hmm. works so hard. Zach and them, yeah, that was he's, great. He's one of the hardest working musicians I've ever met. He makes he makes me feel feel lazy, <laughs> but he's uh he's having a blast. I, I ran into him two days ago. Um, Sounds like he's gonna be pretty busy with that. So we're kind of in a in a transition phase, looking for another drummer, and we're recording some stuff. But Adam and I ended up in the in the interim doing a uh, side project called Subtle Lovers, um, and we're gonna be debuting that project at Offbeat Festival Ooh, uh, nice. for the Thursday opening party. So that'll be our first show. Nice. With that one, I think we're playing with Soft White Sixties, who we've toured with a bunch on the East Coast or on the West Coast, and then uh, I think Buster Blue is playing that show too. So it'll be kind of a fun different thing so I've, i haven't played in a, in a in a different project than moondog in Long 12 time, years yeah. so wow. yeah so that'll be fun so we're just kind of we have we built a studio a recording studio in, on dickerson and so that's been a fun way for us just to show up and you know write write songs in the studio as opposed to just jamming and like coming up with them it's mm-hmm. been a different different process yeah a different process and it's been more really enjoyable too so Dude, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the different, yeah. just jamming to like kind of like a little bit more focused in the studio. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you could, you know, you can go by yourself. You don't have to wait for five guys to figure out what you guys can do. Yeah, and just stuff, record so. some whatever you want to. Yeah. yeah. So that's how the side project started. Just stuff that wasn't really Moondog sounding. So it still kind of sounds like Moondog. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to wash that off. Of course, it's going to have a little flavor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not everything, but just a little droplet. Yep. But then now you got the store Velvet Pill. Yeah, Velvet, Velvet Pill. Pill. How, how did that come about? I've been uh, I've been collecting vintage for I don't know, probably my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my my grandma loved garage sales, so I would uh, go out with her every Saturday, Sunday, and it just became kind of a fun little hobby for me to to go out to you know find these pieces, these really you know one of a kind 
rare pieces and uh i've been been doing it for so long and i ended up um three years ago opening golden jackal Mm -hmm. which was which was a really fun room for me to put together there too that was my second kind of design you know gig Mm -hmm. i guess but uh ended up putting that together and then um ended up leaving that um and just started my uh process my creative process to do my own store that only i own um and I ended up securing that the lease upstairs. Um, I was I just on a whim. I just did it. I was like, if I don't do it, it's not, not going to get done. Yet. You know, you get busy and things just. So I uh, I ended up grabbing that, and uh, it used to be Parsons Guitar, and it was a nightmare to build yeah. that place out. It was. <laughs> yeah. I did before and after shots are, or make it makes me proud now. But it was it was a lot of work, and I was doing it by myself at night. You know, after after a shift or whatever at the at the cup i go up there and do demo and kind of just took me soup took me eight months to yeah. really build it out but it was really satisfying because it was it was just mine and it was my own so i ended up uh finally getting it done and opening thursday but just doing a doing a more focused um vintage store and then obviously it's going to turn in we're going to do our own clothing line down the road but it's gonna it's a little more focused um high-end stuff one-of-a-kind pieces nice. um i'm gonna do it as a showroom and then i'm also uh doing styling too which is which is another side of it which i want people can come in and i can help them put together mm-hmm. you know a whole a ensemble look, yeah a look and an ensemble yeah something. he gave away for the uh that the trilab yeah. fundraiser you gave away an experience where you mm-hmm. came people sty- you styled them out right? yeah but i get to go out with them too that night mm-hmm. have they, they haven't cashed <laughs> that in yet they haven't no I, I didn't i didn't even see what that went for I don't know who won it because we were talking about it. everyone's paid for the everyone's like paid for their things so yeah. they I'm should ex- be hitting be you fun. up soon. That'll People really are starting fun. to cash in their 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 winnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. So like, do you go out to like garage sales and like try to find more pieces? Like how? Yeah, and you know it's it, a big thing for me. It started um, when we were we had that we we toured with Moondog in a you know in a school bus a big yellow yeah like, <laughs> school bus and we put bunk beds in there and and when we were out and about. It was fun to go to, you know, when we hit the cities, Seattle mm-hmm. or whatever, or, you know, these weird small cities in between, we would, I'd go out and just grab stuff. And I had mm-hmm. unlimited storage in that school bus. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was, yeah. So it was, it, that was kind of where I, where I really, I, I love going to these like weird little towns and just finding these, these pieces. Treasure and, hunting. Yeah. And like, you know, garage sales and, and, um, you know, thrift stores too, but mostly, mostly out and about and to, to all those places. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. What's what's your best find? What what do you just absolutely it was like fifty cents worth ten million? Oh, or yeah. was it God. something sentimental? So I found this. I I found it was at a thrift store, but I found this uh this this fur jacket, and it's like it's a men's fur jacket. It's dark green. Dark <laughs> what dark fur is dark green? <laughs> a sick beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think yeah. it's beaver. It's dyed. It's dyed. <laughs> all right, all right. But uh, <laughs> but it's this men's. It's this large men's jacket, and it's uh, it, it's got parrots like painted into the fur. It's insane. And I'll show you guys a picture. And it's uh, on the front and the back. It's the mo- it's the most. Inst- it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> and uh, I got it, and I got it, and I was like so excited, and I bought it, and I and I went home, and um, on the inside it says Peter J. Call- the guy's name sewed in there in the inside. So oh, I was shit. like googling this guy. Like I had to know. Who, what's the story who who had this made like what strange person <laughs> so i couldn't find anything on him so i ended up um getting a hold of the 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 
brand that made it called Hercules and it's in Vancouver. And I ended up calling just, just on a whim and the, the owner answered and he's the guy that made the jacket in like 1992. And he's, he's oh, like, I remember that green beaver. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm, yeah, green, so be- I green remember, beaver parrot thing I made. Yeah. He's like, I remember Peter uh. Kostman. He was very strange. He only loved his buds. He had, you know, he had, he had, he had two jackets made, two jackets made with his birds on it. And, uh, he's like, he paid $22,000 like Ooh. for two jackets. Dude. And I'm just like, I, I, it was insane. And he's like, and the guy was like, he kept, he kept saying he was very strange, very <laughs> strange. but it was cool to like, to do that, you know, to the connections, the story, yeah. cause like a, a story behind the piece adds that it's crazy like, value. It's so important. And it's yeah. not even the value. It's, it's the story. That's why mm. vintage is so alluring to me. You know, I, I studied history in college and I, I've always loved, I've always loved that, that idea of, of wearing something that you know that has a history has a history behind mm-hmm. it and i think that's yeah, i think that's one part of it you know i think that like this 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 piece was very important to this fella yeah and then his kids got it and just donated it oh, you know and it's they, it's such an interesting you know maybe he passed away and they mm-hmm. donated or whatever but it's such an interesting thing to think about the journey that some of these these pieces go on and uh until you find them Reno. yeah yeah, yeah, it's green it's, beaver parrot. Yeah, you can't even make that up. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, it's another one. And what city? What city did you find it again? I found it in Reno. In Reno? Yeah, I Dang. found it. Yeah, I wow. found it in Reno. So yeah, that and that was the hit. I I had it at the store, and I don't even I didn't put a price on it because yeah, you know, no, it's yeah, crazy. But that, that was on display. But that yeah. was a fun thing with the opening is a lot of those those important pieces I didn't put prices on. I told them to come talk to me, and so I was able to tell them the stories behind a lot of these pieces so that's that's definitely a, a big thing for me is a lot of the stuff in here i've i've curated you know meticulously and, and put it together to kind of to to be able to do that and and i think that that's important for me with this place it's a very small space so that was that was the whole idea behind this one so that's very good and also a cl- and also a clubhouse above the bar yeah yeah right to just hang out <laughs> yeah like so, a, yeah if people want to come check out the Velvet Pill, what what hours are they? Is it open? So I'm doing I'm I'm running it as a showroom here for the for the first few weeks and just kind of getting my bearings. But I'm gonna be there constantly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open for good um, Monday. I'll be there at I'll be there at 10:30 on Monday until who knows when. But I'll be there every every day this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm I'm gonna start doing on these uh, on the on the weekend nights, Friday Saturdays. I'm gonna do a late night like 11 to 2 a.m. shift up there so people can Ooh. grab a drink at the, at the cup and wander up there and do some shopping and stuff. So I want it to feel like a... Social shopping. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, like a... I don't know how to explain, like a like a little clubhouse so we can go up there and hang out or it's vintage a, speakeasy it, kind of feel, yeah. you know? It's an art show where you can buy some stuff. Exactly. And it's, a, cool. and it's an open room and it's, it's, a, it's a fun space. So, and we have a little... I built a gallery in the hallway there for mm-hmm. Rich Moore. Yes, yeah. he's, he's a he's my bar, the bar manager over at the mm-hmm. Cub, and he's he's incredibly talented. You gotta check that out. Landscape so. photographer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm. goes out there by himself on missions. Him and his dog yeah. for weeks on end. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> but his pictures are dope. His pictures yeah. are oh, awesome. Man. He puts a lot of work in there, and yeah, they look yeah. great. Insane. So mm. you can go check that out, and that'll that's always. I mean, the the, the yoga place and the uh, salon bobby pin they're open every day until seven. So. You can let yourself in that hallway and go look at the the gallery if if, if for nice. some reason we're not open. But yeah, and then we have a another uh, artist Jackson Northen who did the Mick Jagger painting mm-hmm. in the in the bar. We have a a permanent piece that he's putting up every month up in there. Oh, that's too. awesome. So, and we did um, 
he did his his series where he interviewed the people that he painted mm-hmm. um and and they talked about their life so we i had him uh put it on he had it pressed on 45s this, records oh, the interviews shit. so you sit down oh, shit. sit down put the headphones on put the record on and listen to these people's stories oh and it's look very, at the picture and yeah. look at the picture it's very that is, interactive that's awesome and, that's wow. yeah that's Instead tight. of pressing a button and listening, you have to pull it out. Yeah, the, you know, of the, of, the, of the sleeve and put it's it an on experience. and put the mm-hmm. put the needle on, and it just feels a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a little, a little more connected. Focused. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, that'll be up there, and he'll be changing those out each each month. We we different ones. So that's Very awesome. Cool. Yeah. How'd you come up with the name? The Velvet Dude, Pill. It, okay, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I was. Is it a pill that makes you feel velvet? Is yeah. It a pill I, you know, that I was I was like trying velvet. to come up with. Like a way, a way to describe, like my my aesthetic, which is you know kind of leans on the rock and roll '70s kind of feel, and and um, I also have this thing where when I get ideas, I I put them in my in my notes <laughs> in my phone, you know, and I might have had a few too many, and the next day I'll look at them, and that's where I get song titles and band names and whatever else, and uh, I also have a bad bad uh, habit of buying domain names for no reason I, I, I own some i own some strange domain names anyways that's another story uh you sell yeah, yeah. You hustle, hustle domain names yeah 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 i wish <laughs> no i just i just own a bunch of terrible domain names um but yeah i, I did it was just one of those things where i was coming up with ideas and it just kind of came together and i can't really remember exactly where it came from but it, right when i heard it it just felt natural and right and i wanted something unique that would Maybe didn't make much sense, but it was just, it right. was, you know. Right. When I heard it, I was like, that is no. very fitting. It's weird, like, right? Yeah, it's like, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. it just something, rock something and roll about rock it. And roll. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just wait till you see Pete in real life at all. You'll see the connection. <laughs> it will make yeah. sense. <laughs> For those of you who've never laid yeah. eyes on him. <laughs> yeah. Like our listener in Ireland, you know? <laughs> yeah. We keep shouting out. <laughs> Holler this, at us. I'm trying to go out there. Seriously, we do confirm. I want to confirm that this person exists. Yeah, it's not someone using a VPN to like throw us off. Just yeah. at us or something. Yeah, holler at us. I'll inter- send you a photo. You guys are international. It's big time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just one person. We're definitely in Canada. I haven't stocked. <laughs> I actually haven't looked at the analytics in a while, so I haven't mm. stocked our our listeners to give them any shout outs or yeah. anything. Like, who's out there listening? Yeah, got one in Italy. I know that. Too. Yeah, one in Italy, Ireland. Yeah. So it's good worldwide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take taking over. So you know, from Jeff Barnett, we got a bunch in Asia too. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout uh, out K-pop. <laughs> we love you, K-pop. He has a new single, which is awesome too. We'll have to yeah. uh, check that out. Mm-hmm. We'll have to have Moon Dog on. Yeah, I maybe, we, we need yeah. like a little maybe well, maybe go to the Velvet. Yeah, yeah dude. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna say, oh, go no, on yeah, location do, and, yeah, and interview mm-hmm. the whole band. That'd yeah. be fun. Because I don't think uh, there's enough couch room. There's yeah. definitely not enough room or beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the only way we can get Dre out, out, out to events. Uh, we gotta, you gotta swim, there's, uh, there's swindle beer. him. Yeah, it's like when you, you dangle that carrot in front of the donkey. <laughs> yeah. that's, how, that's how we get him to shows. We gotta, we gotta dangle a cheap beer in front of him. So, here's some, All right. here's some taps. I never knew that about Dre. <laughs> yeah, living that dog dad life. <laughs> the dog dad life. Because <laughs> we were talking like last night, like I was like, "How's your kid, Caesar?" And I was like, "Good. She sleeps all night. Only wakes up once." And oh, it's yeah. like he's like, "That's better than the dogs." Yeah, <laughs> better than our dogs. Uh, I mean, she does weigh ninety pounds. Mm-hmm. So because even a, even big, like when she goes back to bed, she's so heavy, wakes everybody dog. up. Big doggy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. So anything else? I don't know. Plug no. it all. Plug it yeah. all. Plug it. Whatever yeah, come, come come by the Velvet Pill this week. 
Off, get it, get offbeat. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, op, that's man. That festival uh, flip has been doing such a great job. Like that that festival's in the three or four years that it's been around is just every year it gets better and better and better. And nice. the lineup's insane this year. I always love like everyone, all the a lot of the musicians that are coming through my bar, ones that we've toured with, you're cross paths with, in one way or another, and. um you know that's the the party that weekend is is every year they all talk about it they're all knocking his door down to come to come play off feet now so the lineup's great we always get a uh i don't i don't have enough room for a green room i guess the green room will be the shop this year but we always get an old trailer and park it park it in the parking lot and that's the green room so they can nice. hang up and so that's uh-huh. be, that's there's been some epic parties in those little tiny trailers for uh for the bands and stuff so <laughs> i'm looking forward to that weekend and also kind of dreading it cuz i it's a, probably a long weekend. Ooh, it's a long yeah. weekend. She's a long one. <laughs> what weekend is it? <laughs> it's uh, it starts October 3rd to the 5th. I think, I'm trying to think what day. We're playing that Thursday for the opening party at the mm-hmm. at the Saint. So They moved it up a month. Cause was it, is it, wasn't it like later? Yeah, it was cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like in November, right? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and this year, he's done it so the footprint's very walkable, which is awesome. So. You're you're able to get those unlimited wristbands. They're they're so inexpensive for the amount of music you're able to see. And he's got some. I mean, he got Ila Bamba on there, okay. so Miguel will be playing with them, which will be really cool. Um, but the lineup's in- incredible. So we're gonna have to do some interviews in that green room. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get some funny stories. We should do that. You guys yeah. should. Uh, we should set this up, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll set you guys up in the party trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah. And just, that's just where hang you out. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where I thrive. <laughs> That's we won't I'm, even tell the artist. You guys will be ready. We'll just be sitting. Yeah, and they're just like, what's going on? Like, you go. Yeah, have a seat. Hey, here's beer. <laughs> try, try, try this. Sting of a beer in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Beer. We yeah. got some questions for you. Yeah. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Or maybe we'll throw you on the patio or something outside. Yeah. Sure. That'll cool. be fun. Yeah. Or just go up to the velvet and hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's going to be. It's going to be fun up there. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll have my I'll have all my info up on my Instagram and uh, Facebook for you guys to also get a hold of me if you guys want to if it's not open you know shoot, it's my personal number i'm putting on there which might be a, a disaster Ooh. but put a, at least at least put your instagram on wax yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's there what's your instagram it's a velvet pill that's it that's it that's it simple easy no, i had to think about it i was like yeah because no one else has it so it's perfect <laughs> You didn't have to swindle someone. That's how you know it's an yeah. original. No exactly. numbers, are, no numbers around. No, yeah. but I did. I did find that it was like a really terrible metal band in Canada in the nineties, <laughs> uh, and, and, and I've looked everywhere, and it just finally popped up. So you have to get their album. I will. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I will. have that. Have that in the in the uh, the doorway. Doorway or something. Like, right on the in. door. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll have my number and everything up and. Um, the best way I like just the, the the DMs on Instagram make it easy for me. But if you guys want to come into the shop, just shoot me a message and I'll meet you over there. I wanted to kind of have that feel. So yeah, because you don't live too far from there. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably at the bar. <laughs> probably downstairs. <laughs> I'm probably downstairs working. So yeah, come up there and we'll do that. Yeah, hey Rich, come on in. I need to go upstairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then he'll be pissed. <laughs> he's always pissed. He's always mad. Yeah, he's only happy when he's by himself in the <laughs> desert with the dog. With his dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, it's, it's always funny to see them because it's like Pete has to like make a deal for Rich sometimes. Yeah. He's like, I'll do inventory this month if you work this and this yeah. and that. And he just kind of like still rolls his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you two liters of, of tequila yeah. if, if you do this. Yeah. That's, always a, that's always a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rich. So we ended up, we ended up, um, we have all these, these you know, that old app, that face app thing that turned, makes you old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, uh, oh, his we, is I, had, I had Heidi start an Instagram 
for rich. It's just only rich as an old person. It's called <laughs> it's called more the merrier sixty nine. M O O R E the merrier sixty nine. Uh, definitely give it a follow. But we uh, we have this this tequila called Punta Gave, and it's in a one point seven five liter bottle. And mm-hmm. when it ever comes in, Rich ends up drinking that whole bottle that day. He's a, so we have all these pictures with him with Punta Gave, this giant bottle. And we ended up tagging Punta Gave, and they keep reposting his photos. Oh, man. <laughs> Rich is not going to be landscape photographer famous. He's going to be old man famous. Yeah. And he, so he's, like, becoming, like, a, you know, he's becoming a, a, a an Instagram personality. People are going to have to meet him, and they're going to be like, wait, you're not this old man out here 69 <laughs> Yeah, we did it as a joke, and it's just caught on. So, anyways, <laughs> anyways, definitely check out More the Merrier 69. All right, all right. <laughs> I just got a message. Yeah, we just got a message coming <laughs> Mike, in hot off from, the off the hot tip. From Mike Moberly, he saw our story and he said, "Ask Pete if he is riffraff." <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. They they think that I'm riffraff, and it's hard for me to deny it because we were on our way in the tour bus with a bunch of people for Chris Costa's bachelor party to go see riffraff at the the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, and the bus broke down. And so those guys ended up just calling a cab on the side of the highway and going out there still, whereas I had to go find a way to get the bus back. <laughs> so they've never seen me in the room with Riff Raff, and they think that that's how I... <laughs> uh, it's, so like, it's like Action Bronson <laughs> could be Ghostface with a white man, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So Riff Raff lives in Reno, guys. Yeah, yeah. He owns Velvet Pill. Go visit it. You can see him mm-hmm. if, several nights a week. Yeah. Just to serving, hang out with him. Serving drinks to hang out with him. In that parrot jacket. <laughs> I that's another thing I told I'm so, I'm gonna sell that jacket to Riff Raff. Oh damn. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's my goal. We'll put it out That'd to the universe. Cool. Riff Raff. If he can a afford twelve icon. Lamborghinis, he can afford this parrot jacket. Yeah. I mean I'm, I'm sure he listens to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are you Jody guys are Husky. international. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are international. It'll stumble on upon him. <laughs> We're gonna hashtag Riff Raff on, on this one. <laughs> Tag him and you gotta you gotta post a picture of the jacket. Yeah, I will. Tag sure. him yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put Be it like, up. Next time you're in Reno, come through. Got something yep. for you to Got buy. Got something for you. Yeah. That hot, hot, hot neon <laughs> icon shit. Yep. Well, uh, time for our first break. First break, yeah. So, Caesar, my, what's your song of the week this week? New Chance album dropped. So what? Uh, yeah, I didn't oh, even know about shit. this. When did this happen? Uh, yesterday. What? <laughs> yeah. So, New Chance album dropped. Uh, Eternal by Chance is my song of the week and uh we'll go into it after that so listen and enjoy salute Side chicks can't dance like this uh. Side niggas can't dance like this No, 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 yeah. Side niggas can't step like this. Uh-uh. Side niggas can't stand like this. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what time it is. Yeah, yeah. What you know about this? This before your time. I used to two-step in the 019. I always been fine. This is not new wine. I just happen to find a way to live my whole life in my prime. Side niggas don't look this good. Can't cook this good. Can't fuck this good. Can't get right. You send him to the store and forget that he left. 
You send me to the store, I come back with a chef. I come back out of breath. While your side nigga sitting at the club with a booty on his chin like a cleft. I don't ever want two, that's the same as the next. I made the three more famous than stuff. No cap, that's a roundhouse kick to a Jameson's neck. I got a Jada Pinker keeping sure my shame is in check. Cross-legged in the dojo, my master mentor. Side chicks can't take out splinter. Side chicks make they Kool-Aid with Splendor. Side chicks can't come to Auntie Linda's house. They gon' send her off, they gon' send her out. To buy more things that they hid in the couch. Don't you know that side niggas can't cop no Tesla? Pull up in a ring like wrestlers. Pop out at the soccer game with the VBSs and a bunch of snacks. Model X, Falcon backseat, doing jumping jacks. 21-9, I wanted one of a kind. 2020, I'ma be ahead of my time. 20,000 leagues, the biggest fish in the pond. But if you never go fishing, it's something you never find. We can be eternal. Shot is that a blast for me, over blast for me, and throw that ass for me, so my last sleep. <laughs> Slow motion, so I had to see. Before you start, fill my glass, wipe my glasses. I love a passion, ooh. I drank a passion fruit. I'm running through your organs like when I pass the hoop. I wanna pass the ball, I don't pass the ball. I'm Kobe, baby. I ate it up. I ain't ate all month, you looking like a plate all lunch. Saturday was ages, she never gets old. Almost fell in love, I had my hogging these souls. Terminally known, she can feel it in the stones. Now she giving me ultimatums, I told her I hate tomatoes, some chances I gotta take on. I can't see for the life of me. Side chicks can't do flat twists. Better dollar, you can buy me a brisk. Side chicks can't cook no grits. Grits, nigga. We can be Side chicks can't dance like this. Uh. Side niggas can't dance like this. No, 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 no. Side niggas can't step like this. Uh-uh. Side niggas can't step like this. Uh-uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Eternal by Chance the Rapper Caesar Song of the Week. Yeah, talking about fuck boys and side chicks and side dudes and just laying down some you know knowledge that maybe young yeah. people don't. Because your side dude's not going to roll in the Tesla, that's for sure. <laughs> He's not pulling up to <laughs> soccer practice with snacks. Yeah. So, and that's like off that. I like like the album is is a little all over the place, but that is very Chance ish. I'm gonna have to sit mm. down tomorrow and. Yeah, it's a lot. Twenty-two songs and take it in. Twenty-two songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They have like some skits in there, which like I miss skits because it like helps with That's the story. Too many songs. Yeah, but there's like skits and stuff. So what do we say the ideal album length was? Like fourteen songs with, a, with like, skits. Yeah, like without skits, I ten think, to twelve songs mm-hmm. with a couple skits. Mm-hmm. Depends yeah. on the on the genre too, mm-hmm. for sure. With album length, I feel yeah, like. yeah. yeah. With yeah. live, I feel like you can do longer with live instruments yeah, yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. but a hip hop album. Yeah, but like 
Because, like, remember that conversation we had with uh, the good music and they were doing seven songs or whatever? I thought that was a little extreme. Yeah, it, but it does make their storytelling or whatever they're going to say short and concise. You know? True. Yeah. And it's not like it's back in the day where you're paying full price. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. 20 bucks for you're a piece at, of plastic. The warehouse yeah. paying 16 dollars for yeah. a seven-song album. Like, what the fuck? This is a single. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an EP. This is an EP. <laughs> Why am I paying full price? Exactly. It should be six ninety nine. So to all you young people who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, like CDs. They've never purchased <laughs> physically purchased music. Right. Never had to um, go somewhere to buy it. Yeah. Never. On your Saturday around hitting you up tower. Just couldn't roll out of bed and pick up your mm. phone and listen to the new download hotness. the new hotness. Mm-hmm. You had to, that was a whole process. Man, I had to take the bus all the way to yeah. Warehouse Records. <laughs> Buy my uh, buy my one seat. The warehouse on Prater and, yeah. and uh, McCarrie. I, I rode the, my bike there. Take the bus all the way back. It's a four hour thing, and you have one album, and you listen to that thing. Oh, that for, was tapes for me. It was mm, tapes when yeah. I was younger. But you you listen to it until it until it wore out. Yeah, until yeah. you could afford another one. So yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the warehouse. Snapped yeah, and you had to, couldn't listen to. I it found anymore. so much stuff at the warehouse, like uh, X Clan and stuff like that. Plus, they had like. Uh, I feel like they had like anime and like cool. That place was the best. I missed. Like, I missed cool yeah. shit. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like you know Saturday. What are you doing? Let's go through warehouse, exactly. and just hang out. See was there. Spend my lunch money there. Yeah, I was the guy that listened to the whole album, like there. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Like just a listening just station. Yeah. There. yeah, they're like, dude, get out of here. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make sure like it's it. worth my twelve, fifteen bucks. <laughs> that was yeah. the thing. a lot. Like, That's a lot back then. Because they only played the singles on the music videos mm-hmm. and stuff. So then you know, I had so yeah. many albums where I'd be like, this album fucking sucks. Yeah, There's two good songs on yeah. it. Unless it's Michael Jackson because he had video for every song. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel that needs to come back. Totally. Just like music I just missed that. Or... It's just too expensive. Mm-hmm. Though. Don't People spend a, do don't spend a, don't spend a billion dollars. Do them on their own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we see we remember the days when we watched MTV that ha- they had music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, was, really showing it. your age now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We were talking uh, about yeah, right. Teen yeah. Mom yeah. wasn't on. What are yeah. you talking? There's only about? one reality TV show. <laughs> and it was before MTV too. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were talking last night how MTV kind of jumped the shark with the whole when they like made Limp Biscuit into like a pop band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were like how did Limp Biscuit how is Fred Durst dating Christina Aguilera and hanging out with Method Man? Yep. That was a weird time in just the right? world. Just the nineties, yeah. the late nineties. Oh, Isn't he like everybody... directing movies now or something? I don't know he's, what he's, he's doing. He's doing like yeah, I think he's still with the Dude, same red Yankee fitted. The there's a there's a weird thing I heard with him with like something with like the Russian concert. Like he's there's a crazy there's a connection there no it's weird like he's like Research I can't time. remember like mm-hmm. I heard it just in passing but there's something he has this strange like political connection like to rush i don't know it's really weird i'll have him find it yeah. and i think it's like a real thing i don't know it's very strange though it's another I mean, one of those things where you nothing i would put it. nothing past fred durst at this point <laughs> yeah how like, f- first first hit how fred durst became a tool for russian propaganda <laughs> dude it's weird really? we Russia, got dennis rodman in north durst. korea we got fred durst in crimea <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, well, like both from the late '90s. It's like mm-hmm. Kid Rock in Syria is gonna be next, right? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> Jesus, Kid Rock. <laughs> I mean, it's like so said, weird. I'm the late like, '90s the news is so like, weird right mm-hmm. now, man. Yeah, the late '90s was just a special time. Like, uh, yeah, it's still affecting us now. Obviously, <laughs> Kid better, Rock. Better. Yeah, Kid Rock tried to also bridge the gap into hip hop too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what we were saying, like, mm-hmm. metal rock and, like, hip-hop. Like, it, it, Fred Dester was making songs with DMX and Exhibit and Method Man. <laughs> yep. Rolling, yeah. rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> yeah. The Method Man won the video. is awesome. Yeah, we were talking, yeah, we were all talking about this last night. It was mm-hmm. 
Salute to uh, Fred yeah. Durst, I guess. Oh, we were talking. We yesterday we were talking about the uh, the the Red Man Cribs. Remember that show, Cribs? You, remember oh, his cribs? Yeah. The, yeah. you yeah. mean the, the greatest one. episode <laughs> ever? The best fucking one. <laughs> the box we of dollar bills. We were literally talking yeah. about that yesterday. The shores of Dirty Jersey out there. <laughs> this is where I watch my TV. It's yeah. in bed. Yeah. <laughs> See, that was like, the type of my reality. game console, PlayStation One. That was the type of reality so TV that Sony showed Dreamcast. you. Yeah, Dreamcast. That yeah, showed you you were not like them. That's why I liked Cribs. Like I remember, like I was talking like the Mariah. Carrie episode I was like she's crazy as shit <laughs> and all her her dress changes yeah every, she had like wardrobe room. changes for each room mm-hmm. and like I remember the moment I realized she was crazy is when she got into the bathtub in her dress yeah. in high heels mm-hmm. well that was because the six bottles of Chardonnay and the, the, the three Xanax she took before the, <laughs> exactly. the she didn't even realize there wasn't any water yeah. she's just going for it yeah. she, she's on that what she's on that on, on that housewife diet yeah <laughs> We need to bring cribs back so that mm-hmm. like normal people realize like these people are weird and crazy and not Dude, like you. The trick daddy one was like awesome them. too. The trick daddy explaining wet wipes in the bathroom. <laughs> he was mm. ahead of his time. He should have yes. invested. Uh-huh. <laughs> trick daddy was good. But like a lot of people the definitely rented their stuff and yeah. you could tell. Well, yep. like Red Man just kept it super real. Mm-hmm. He had like his cousins leaving on the floor. Everybody, yeah. Like they were just high as fuck from last night. Like, or that morning. Yeah. Dude, that one's a good uh, one. The Trick Daddy one. Uh, it's like two bedrooms, dude. two baths. Yeah. <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> Never left. <laughs> His mom's probably next door. But yeah, you could tell like the Yin Yang twins definitely rented their things because they had like a bunch of yacht stuff in there. It's like, oh, we love boats. Yeah. Yeah, because like, some nah, nah, people nah. wouldn't have like anything on the walls mm-hmm. or anything. It'd be like, it looked like a, a model nice home. House, but mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Obviously, you don't live here. Mm-hmm. You just parked all your cars. In the yeah, front. in the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> it was good. Garages. Bring back MTV. It's like lifestyles of the rich and famous <laughs> for, yeah. for the hip hop generation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, Petty move of the week. All right. This is. We both saw this. In, oh, this is great. I had to take a screenshot because I knew I would forget. But so out there in New Mexico, this lady drives the Sonic. I think she's about thirty years old, <laughs> and orders her food. And at the window. Instead of giving them the money, she's like, this is on God, and just drives off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And the cops got her for like a feeling, a f- uh, what's that? Fleeing a f- uh, robbery or something like that? Fleeing. 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 They got her for they fleeing. They caught her? Yeah. They got her for fleeing in her filet of fish mm-hmm. <laughs> At Sonic, her slushy. This is on God. And grilled God. cheese. This is on God. Oh, I'm going to start, start doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, Tell you, New Mexico's weird. That's our phrase of the week. Mm-hmm. Hey, ma'am, are you religious? Yes. Well, this one's on God. <laughs> Put that on the Lord. And she's not gonna. She's not gonna call the cops I mean, if, if you ask her first. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so you do mean you, you could do it at Chick Fil A then? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yep. Chick-fil-A. All right, Can you put over. that on the Lord's tab, please? <laughs> this one's on the Lord, baby. On John Smith. I'm out. <laughs> see you Sunday. <laughs> not see you Sunday because they closed. Uh, boom. That's what I'm saying. Facts. See you at church on Sunday. Ooh. Mm. Well, yeah, that was it, and she was funny. I mean, that's a nice try. I think it's a great, great move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm surprised she got caught. I mean, how do you get caught? They got cameras. (laughs) Yeah, but what about her angels? (laughs) (laughs) What was she driving? Her Godmobile didn't. Maybe she hasn't been going to church enough lately. (laughs) I don't know if this is like uh, her car, but I definitely got like a screenshot. Let's all guess what kind of car it is. All right. I'm gonna say I don't a know if 90s this is Civic. I'm gonna say a mid '90s yeah, Toyota <laughs> sedan. I'm gonna no, say, no, I'm gonna no, say no. a '90s Mercury Topaz. <laughs> no, no. Well, the picture that's on there, it's like a Nissan Murano or something. That's, 
Not it's a newer off. car, yeah. Oh, a newer car, yeah. It's a newer car, but I don't know if it's her car, but that's what's on the on the picture. But yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel like someone driving that could afford some Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, how much how much food was it? Like thirty dollars in fast food, or was it like, you know, one meal seven ninety nine? Who knows? But she probably she, got Texas toast for she sure. Woke up that day and was like, I, I need want me some Sonic. Sonic. Do I have any money? Don't matter. <laughs> God got me. I had Sonic this week on the way to the lake, and that's only the third time in my life I've eaten Sonic. I'd never go there. And yeah, it's the kind of like Arby's is like consensus. average stuff. Like they got like a grilled cheese on Texas toast. The slushies are good though. I had the breakfast sandwich mm. on Texas toast. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say the breakfast slushy. I'm like, what's <laughs> in the breakfast slushy? <laughs> just tastes like maple syrup. It's just, yeah, it's just bacon it's just, and meat. Yeah, yeah, just blended. It's just a, a Bloody Mary, <laughs> a slushy Bloody Mary. All right. No movie this week, huh? No movie didn't go. It's just been busy. Well, mm-hmm. I did start watching Game of Thrones this week, finally. Finally? <laughs> How do you feel? How Wait, do you what? feel? <clears throat> I'm, I'm already into the third season. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've been doing work. Like yeah. I tried to I watch two episodes. That I can't sit for longer than that, but I'll watch like two episodes at a time. So like two in the morning, I wake up, two before I go to bed. So you're it's on a the, great show. Did I'm you, not, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's, a, it's a great show. Are you past the Red Wedding yet? No, no, that's the end of third season, probably. Right? Yeah, I think yeah. So. Okay. I just saw the episode I just saw was when Jamie Lannister gets his hand chopped off. Well, oh yeah, pretty boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's, it, it, I, it's funny to like talk about it. Everyone like, oh, like they're so excited. Like Alex and Mike are all excited. So. Finally. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're in the good meat of it. That's what Alex was saying. But towards the end, he's like, like third and fourth seasons are super good. Mm-hmm. But after that. Five yeah. starts dwindling off. Six. Don't be work. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It it's happens. a TV show. Yeah. You know. And it's based off a book that's not even finished yet. Exactly. So. That's the point. Mm-hmm. But no movie. So next week. Next week, though, I'm sure we'll either see... One of us will have seen Lion King or Hobbs and Shaw. So Hobbs and both. Shaw. I think we should have like a bro date for Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Michael invited us. They're going Thursday night. So. Thursday night? It might be the midnight one. I don't know if... Oh. Papa C's can go to that. Yeah, but if, they usually have them at 7 o'clock now. Do they? Mm-hmm. They start back them the, early on Thursday. Back in the day. Back in the day, like when Star Wars and yeah. stuff, like midnight. But now, <laughs> now they, they think about the adults. Well, you know what's next, guys? World news. We make our own sound effects. We make our own sound effects here. I love it. Just imagine the scrolling ticker at the bottom of the screen. Ryan Telegraph still. See, there you go. Hip hop warning over there. So, the first thing this week the U.S. Justice Department moves to start using the death penalty again because apparently we've got to take everything back to 1955. Despite, like, it's been shown by, like, the ACLU and, like, the Justice Project that, like, Dozens of innocent people have been put to death. They're going to go back to using it. I'm sure th- this will work out fine. They can't get the yeah. drugs. The drugs are illegal to sell. The manufacturers won't sell them to them. They can't get executioners. Like, what What the fuck are they doing? They just... The system. So an- do little, antiquated. Like, people are still going to be going to jail. Like, with better ways to punish people. Fear tactics not going to work. Yeah, it's not like when you're super mad and murder someone, you're mm-hmm. thinking about... The consequences. Right. Of yeah, at that point, no. You've made up the deci- your They're, decision. The crimes of passion. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, that's. I mean, that's a better way out. I don't know. To instead of living with what you've done for like thirty years. Yeah, you're yeah. just you're just like oh, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I don't have to do. I don't have to do this anymore. 
But that's coming from the perspective of you've committed the crime, you've accepted your fate, yeah. you don't want to deal with with whatever long waiting you have to do in the cage. Yeah. But the it's, idea is that you're innocent, yeah. right? And so you've, you've, you're fighting for your, you're appealing, you're doing all Absolutely. this other stuff. Those people don't necessarily, exactly. they're never going to come to grips with their punishment. Yeah. They're going to sit there and try to escape. Yeah, to yeah. me, the, the problem with the death penalty, and I realized this in fucking senior year of high school when I, because I was for it, we had a debate. I was like, the death penalty is a final thing. You can't take it back. Mm -hmm. And people are imperfect. So you can never have 100% certainty that someone committed something unless they confess to it. So like you can't kill someone for a crime they committed when you don't know. If, there's no way to know for 100%. Yeah, it's crazy. It. It's like you my, can't take it back. It's, it's like, not my, like you can yeah. bring, it, like, bring it back. It's like, oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Bring it back to life. It's like minority report. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting yeah. it before it's done. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Like all of the things that are just being, all the work that goes into to fixing all these things, and then they're just getting turned around. So and it's forward, forward, yeah. it's insane. Back. It's yeah. insane. Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's a, it's there's so much time and money that even goes into these things that to and like research has proven like yeah. you know that these things are wrong mm -hmm. and not like, effective. They, they've mm -hmm. studied this for decades and decades. It doesn't it doesn't like deter crime. Like states that have death penalty, there's no difference in like the crime rate or anything well a lot of these a lot of these prisons are businesses now exactly and, yeah and like there's there's a correlation with all this everything everything especially that's the thing. they can make more money off someone off death row because of like uh like they have to be in specials you know they're not with the general prison population they have special prisons for people in death row you get hazard pay you get all that yeah. stuff yeah because they're dangerous criminals mm -hmm. and then it costs the court systems more because they have to go through mandatory appeals and everything it's just it's insane. No. Just hustling backwards. Played yep. yourself. Uh, we're back. Yeah. Back to the 50s, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's what they wanted, though. The same thing with all the EPA stuff. Like, everything's just like getting... Rolling yeah. back. Rolling yeah. back. It's like Walmart. Mm. It's like Walmart, but <laughs> for the environment. And, and Walmart rollback. And then speaking of the e EAP thing, I saw California still, like, pushing their stuff. So, like, BMW of America... Who else? A couple other Volkswagen. They're going to go and do stuff like California and make their cars. I think the fleet, uh, the fleet has to be Audi. Don't. Audi's going all electric. Yeah. I saw like that. 2026. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Pretty bold. Mm -hmm. Say don't trust Volvo yeah. for anything or, but yeah, so it's like VW, BMW, um, Ford. And I guess like the goal is to have their fleet have be like 36 miles to the gallon, like on average mm -hmm. or 40 or something like that. And that's the thing. Unless like, emissions. If, well, California, you know, so many cars are sold there, but also like someone's got to be the leader in this. Yeah. Since the whole mm -hmm. country, since like the national government won't step up and do it. You know, California's yeah. out there trailblazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, salute to those companies for helping. But yeah. More bad news. <laughs> uh, Mueller testified before Congress about Russian interference in the election. And like point blank, when he asked if Russian interfered in the election, he said yes. Point blank, when he asked, did. Uh, the Trump campaign worked with him, said yes. Point blank when he asked, was asked, uh, did they try and cover up? He said yes. He's, so, he's waiting for us to find the answer. It's like he knows the answer, but he legally can't say the answer. No, he so did. He did this. He did the thing. He just, he's like, yes, yes, yes. No, but and I mean, here as far we are. As punishment. No one, nothing is happening to the president. He's laid it out. He's told you, okay, this was what happened. This is, but he can't, he's not a, judge or he can't no. he can't sentence congress he can't sentence to. him right yeah congress so. is supposed to act he's not going to be held accountable nope and he knows that he he keeps he keeps every every time he does something wrong 
he just moves on to something else, and it's yeah. just like this, this so much fucking, bullshit. They're they fucking can't can't get him too while scared. He's to, in the chair, they can't too, get him. They're, they're too scared to impeach him. They're too scared to impeach him. I say yeah. impeach that motherfucker and let the thing shake out because shit's gonna <laughs> shake Seriously. down. Yeah, just, just so we can go to trial and mm-hmm. find out the fucking answer. Look, get him out. If you're the gonna chair. lose, go down swinging. Yeah. That's my <laughs> philosophy in life. Uh, but yeah. And lastly, this was fucking crazy too. Uh, this U.S. citizen, <laughs> he was held by border patrol for over a month, despite when he was arrested having a copy of his birth certificate and social security card and an ID card. They thought it was fake. They finally released him like two days ago after being in custody a month. And he was a U.S. citizen. But Border Patrol, because like his brother or something wasn't. So they deported him. And they were like trying to deport him because they didn't believe he was an actual U.S. citizen. What? Even if, you though his lawyer, if you don't view these border camps even though his lawyer camps right seriously. now. Provided like here's his birth certificate. Like he has a Texas state ID that you can only get if you're a citizen. He has a social security. Like. All these things, and they thought it was fake There's, because it's super fast to check this stuff. Like a bitch, right. they have everything. I know some programs where you could just yeah. punch in some stuff, and it shows citizen. Yeah. No, you know what they yeah. checked their eyes because they're fucking racist <laughs> yes. and can go fuck themselves. Yep, my eye check. It's like in it's like in a Family Guy where he's got the card. It has like the skin tones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like innocent to, to like to terrorist at the bottom. Ah. <laughs> uh. These these fucking camps, yeah. scary shit. It is. And people want to go run shit. and get one area from one fifty one. Look, if you support the camps, like, fuck yeah. you. Okay, like it's just like the internment camps during World War Two. Like mm-hmm. this Manzanita is and this stuff? is supposed yeah. to be fucking America. It's a goddamn Manzanar. fucking shame. Well, I'm, I'm reading this book um, by Eric Larson. It's called In the Garden of the Beasts, and he's a it's a, he's a history writer. But he's this book's about how all that came to came into play. Yeah. Like, in, in Nazi Germany yeah. and he goes into the beginning of how it's just these small little things that they kept doing and it kind of yep. kind of become desensitized mm-hmm. and it's it's really the, creepy the ghettos and then it's a slippery slope it's really creepy there. though because yeah. a lot of the stuff that, that he's talking about in this book is happening it, now it, it feels like now it's mm-hmm. crazy and yeah I'm not saying it's going to get to that point but even even a just a, a, a you know a smattering of the of, of this you know these things is kind yeah. of frightening to mm-hmm. to think about i mean yep as a history teacher like the thing i realized about history there's a large portion percentage of the population of people who always just do what they're told and just want mm-hmm. to be told what to do yes. and will go along with no matter as long as bad things aren't happening to them they will do whatever they're told and believe whatever they're told. And it's a significant portion. And you, and, going back through human history, it's always been like that. And that's education, though. If you're educated, I feel like you're more likely to like to, to question mm-hmm. authority yeah. or mm-hmm. question things, you know? And, and that it has a lot, a big, it's a big thing that, that, that I'm definitely passionate about is like, you, we need better. And that's like means. in a democracy, like, they, you know, education is supposed to prevent people from being like exactly. this. But the way our education system is designed, and then like when you bring in religion too, they're just it's just they're just means of controlling people yeah. and they don't want them to actually be free thinkers. Yep. Cuz that's dangerous to control like someone who's a free thinker can be controlled by so you know it's Absolutely. harder to control mm-hmm. them. And you know these people are like I look at these people who are okay and cheering him when he talks about this shit and it's like these people are pieces of shit garbage humans. And but maybe if they had been mm-hmm. educated better they don't know any better. They, they, yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Deep down da- like at what point do you say they don't know any better? But like, you know, when are you responsible for your ignorance? Mm-hmm. And this this shit would have been like 
15 years ago, I felt like people would have thought you were a conspiracy theorist if you were like talking. They probably thought you were crazy. If you and said now this, this is, is fact. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is fact. If you, like, if, like, like, right if you had made a movie about this in 2003, people would not have believed yeah. it. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Idi- it, it was idiocracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh shit yeah and now it's yeah it's just here yeah and people are not realizing it it's like absurd. i see people I la- i'm just i have to i see people post shit on my facebook that's so fucking crazy and wrong and i'm like you have no idea what you're talking about mm-hmm. no nope. you just watched a video on youtube they're fox news yeah mm-hmm. yeah like you're just listening to what someone else told you to think we call that propaganda mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks fred durst yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we come full circle. Next up. What's yours, Sean? This Week in Racism. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, oh, this woman is special. This is exactly what we're talking about. So, like, I forgot where this was. It was in the South. Um, a white woman confronted these black women at a restaurant. She claimed they were being too loud or something and disturbing her. And they were like, we're just here, you know, it wasn't like a fancy restaurant. They were like, you know, having a good time out celebrating something. And she like called them stupid niggers and like someone was recording the altercation. So then like the local news channel like tracked her down was like, you're right. Like, you're right. Like, how could you say these racist statements? And she like went on the news and defended why she's like, I would say it again and said, "I'm, I'm not racist. Don't I was just down. using that word to like to, to describe hurt, them to as a verb, <laughs> and because I, I was mad, and I was oh, like, "Man, what?" Yeah, like, you just watch the video, people. Like of her interview, it's just like, I mean, I guess for some people, unless you're like in a KKK uniform, you can't be racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and but yet a lady just got arrested for stealing a Happy Meal and putting it on God's tab. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's yeah, exactly. this lady's running around. Yeah. And bombing it up, yep. yeah. And the like the because people were recording it because the the restaurant didn't do anything to stop her. Oh, and like didn't yeah. It was like was it at Chick Fil A? No. <laughs> fuck Chick Fil A. Going hard on Chick Fil A. Chuck Fick. Fuck Chick Fil A. But also like this lady probably ha- works for someone works somewhere. Like she, I I feel like these people should be held accountable if if, that, if your employer saw this video, which it's probably a small town. I'm sure they did. Mm. Like she should be. Yeah. Hopefully she has some consequences. consequences. Yeah. You know, socially for that because you obviously you can't arrest someone for that, but socially, hopefully she's you know ostracized. Exactly. That's how society's supposed to work. Excommunicated. Not really doing its job. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, society. (laughs) Bring back the bullying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) can't even bring back the bullying. People are too soft. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Defend the offensive. sometimes mm-hmm. bullying, I don't, you don't have to say bullying. Sometimes people need to be ne- let known that their out. behavior mm-hmm. is unacceptable. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And held accountable. Yes. But uh, hopefully this woman <laughs> is. Salute to you. I, I bet her name was Karen. <laughs> Susan. Karen or Susan. Uh, Definitely. <laughs> Sorry if any of our listeners named Karen or Susan and you're good people. Just my mom. Uh, <laughs> these people are ruining your these people are ruining your good names yeah <laughs> yeah take them back uh, last take, thing take Karen back <laughs> come on mom take Karen back be powerful mom yes you gotta, you gotta you gotta like be better than all these other terrible Karens yeah exactly <laughs> um last thing I saw this today 
Zombieland. They're making a sequel to the movie. The trailer looked awesome. The tra- too. I saw the trailer yeah. this morning with Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. Emma Stone, or is it Emma Stone? Yeah, Emma yeah. Stone's back. They're all so, back. Everybody's back after ten one, years. Yeah, that first one was so funny. Mm-hmm. That like, was a great movie. Yeah. Bill Murray, <laughs> dude. And they're at the White House, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Did you guys see that new Jim Jarmusch zombie one that was like Iggy Pop and? crazy casting no Bill i didn't Murray's see in that too. yeah oh, and adam driver i want to yeah. see that one. i want to see that i want to see that but i, I haven't seen Jim it yet Jarmusch, yeah. yeah did you did you watch it yet? no i've been wanting to see mm. it yeah I, I that i saw it before it came out i was like that looks really good mm-hmm. adam driver's my guy too he's good <laughs> yeah he came out of nowhere yeah well he was nowhere. on that show girls girls I and like and he was he did great in girls he like did, the lady and i thought just like and like he was like uh he went into the military he's like a vet and then just wanted to get into acting, girls, and then yeah, Kylo Ren, and then Shazam. He's in Lucky Logan. Oh yeah, he's that really, movie dude, was great. It's so funny. He's one of those actors you just kind of believe. Like mm. every role he does, like you believe that he's that yeah. role. I don't know. It's, it's he's he's really good. I think it's mm. his facial expressions. He just uh, he he got to he he shows his emotions very well through. Anyways, like an actor's supposed to. <laughs> he's a very good actor. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. That's <laughs> fanboying over here. He's good at his job. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my song of the week this mm. week is uh, by rapper Big Poo and Apollo Brown's production. You, you've been on an Apollo Brown I've been Brown on an t- Apollo trip. Brown for a while, but the name of the song is Augmentation. And uh, yeah, listen and enjoy. Something. You wrapped up my soul so completely. This is back to the block Before every rapper sold rocks Before everybody needed rocks And they watch, just watch Now it's all about boardrooms and stocks Words paint pictures, I'm an artist non-stop Raw beats, raps, this is called hip-hop Only way I flop is belly first in a pool People talk brand, talk to appear cool Learn to follow rules, I'm a man first fool Get to school, chalk it all up to business being shrewd No guidelines, you're an outline fool Sharks in the water, this is what you wanna do For me, this like breathing, blood in the veins Muscle on the bone, we are not the same I rap to make change, you rapping for the change Scraps and Cadillacs, go ahead and do your thing over the global, my vocals be traveling the flavor. Words are with the whistle, I'm the flavor, I'm the flavor. Words are with the whistle, I rap like no one out there can fuck with me, I'm the flavor. Over the global, my vocals be traveling the flavor, I'm the flavor. Words are with the whistle, I rap like no one out there can fuck with me. Gosh, precise is where you go to get your raps from. Forbes magazine aspire to be number one But no rapper gonna make it to that top layer You a nigga now was before you got here Spit a hard feelings, this is dope dealing Enough rope for you to choke yourself, easy killing Call it hands free, youngin' ask for me I'm on the balcony, hands gripping the pump See how being drunk off your ego will skew The mind limited view, a 
theater near you displays every dream till it seems that it's true. Cointel Pro, they infiltrated the crew. The throw us in jail, operated like a zoo. I'm just reminding you what things you already knew. From that project concrete, the rose grew, but we only see the weeds in our view. Over the global, my vocals be tribal the flavor. Words are with the wisdom, I'm the flavor, I'm the flavor. Words are with the wisdom, I rap like no one out there can fuck with me, I'm the flavor. Over the global, my vocals be tribal the flavor, I'm the flavor. Words are with the wisdom, I rap like no one out there can fuck with me. Welcome back, guys. That was Augmentation by rapper Big Poo and on the production, Apollo Brown. Like you said, I've just been on Apollo Brown kick with all the his uh, soulful production, you know, the samplings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just been so, like, I made a playlist of <laughs> similar <Just> songs <laughs> for the summer. And yeah, that's just my shit. Yeah, Apollo Brown, like, he's just been low key in the scene. No one, but he's been doing stuff with, like, lyrics, lyricists. Lyricists? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need more coffee. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Joel Ortiz, you were talking about the Mona Lisa, um, you know, rapper Big Poo from North Kakalaki. And yeah, so it's good. Yeah. Look him up. Yeah, the name of that album is uh, Words Paint Pictures, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Album cover is awesome too. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, making you feel some type of way. <laughs> <laughs> Happy. <laughs> well, now, Pete, are you ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Our mandi- meandering <laughs> questions. We used to call them rapid fire, but they are not rapid. We want pew, pew, pew. long, <laughs> descriptive answers. You got it. So uh, who wants to start off? Jake, you want to start with the first one? All right. Last musical artist that you've listened to. Uh, Try to think what I was just listening to. The Meandering. Pill. Yeah. <laughs> Meandering. Take your time. Um, I'm trying to think. Slow kayaks. I, I've been listening to, listening to Wilco this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. That's a good way to wake you What, what kind of vibe morning? does that put you in? Yeah. Just a good morning record. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it wakes you up. That's yeah. I've been in a weird, weird place with, with music lately. I'm kind of all over the place. So, right. I haven't been listening mm-hmm. to many new things. but Especially with you being busy all the time, I feel like it probably. You know, yeah, I'm always listening to music. Yeah, always, yeah. yeah. But, but you rely on the classics and the stuff you know. I feel like when you're super busy, totally, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Get your uh, mind focused on what you need to do. I would have loved so. that question. I just my brain just yeah, just that, meandered. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> just, I just walked off somewhere. <laughs> Who knows where it's at? All right, uh, best boutique in Reno, not yours. Ooh, man, that's tough. I like. Uh, I really, I really like um, uh, the one over. I think, I mean, Junkies is always a fun one for me mm-hmm. to do. But um, what's the one right across from it? Um, oh, Bad Apple like, Vintage. Bad Apple Vintage. Mm-hmm. Jeez, man, <laughs> I need some coffee too. Yeah, I think she does a great job. Yeah. And she's she's fun. She's always doing events and like, yeah. keeping it fresh in there. Music playing in there. Yeah, all the time. she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. All right, this one. Are you more a fan of cheeseburger or pizza? If you have to choose. Oh. <laughs> you guys are stumping me. Yeah. We ask the difficult yeah. questions here, and it sucks because there's like there's so much thing. pizza and cheeseburgers. Hundred percent pizza. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Favorite but place? Probably probably spaghetti. Um, <laughs> <laughs> between those two, spaghetti. Uh, 
when my wife goes out of town, I eat spaghetti every day. <laughs> I make like enough for like twelve people, and I just eat breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner, yep. spaghetti. That Cold spaghetti is delicious. I got a car. I got a carb load when she's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, pizza. I I really love going. Like you have to eat it there, but I love pub and sub pepperoni pizza. Oh yeah. It's just like mm. I don't know if it's a comfort. Like something about being in there. And like having the a ambiance, yeah. Just, I, don't, I don't think I've ever gotten a pizza to go for. It's there. just like good, yeah, you have good to chill grease there. pie, and mm-hmm. the like the the sauce is. I don't know. It's their sauce mm. is on point. Classic tavern style pizza, and yeah. like yep, you so, just shitty beer. Yeah, hang you, out with friends, play pool. Yeah, it's sometimes. not like sixty bucks for a for a large. Yeah, going the half price <laughs> uh, days. Yeah. So it's the Dre Monica. Where did they get a? They said that <laughs> at that place next door to your, your spot, their pizza was like fifty dollars. Yeah, it's pretty good next door. Yeah, yeah. Mon- what's there. it called? Monticello. Monticello. Yeah. Pizza's good. Yeah. All right. Next one is best place in Reno to enjoy a beer minus your bar. Ooh. I'm a I'm I'm a lover of a public house, man. Yeah. Like if if I'm gonna and I know you guys are too, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna like go and grab a beer, I'm gonna do that. But honestly that Von Bismarck place is right by my house on Wells and Oh, I need to go there. And uh, yeah, they have yeah, a bunch of really good week. like obscure German beers and the the vibes are nice out there on the patio and stuff. The so. patio looks it, really nice. It's a yeah. gorgeous restaurant. Oh, dude, Duncan does such a good job. Yeah, with gorgeous. Man. That, yeah. I was like, I was looking at the lock on the front door, and I was like, this costs more than my entire build out at Loving Cup. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is yeah. he's he's such a perfectionist, mm-hmm. and his his attention to detail is yeah. the lines and the yeah. architecture and the structuring. And Costa was saying like every corner of the place is very Instagrammable. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's an important feature in a business mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to if you're. If you're selling a social business, you got to be socially ready, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely. So what? All right. Because you've been a bartender yeah. and you've, you've worked all sorts of bars. So that's yep. why we put this question here. Okay. What is like the best and the worst trait of a patron? Whether uh, they're super slim. Specific to Reno, though. Like, bar go- like, what are the best and worst traits of bar goers in Reno? Yeah. I mean, the best traits are, are obviously the fact that, that – like this is such a bar centric town that people are pretty know how to act in a bar. I feel like for the most Mm -hmm. part, but that same person at (laughs) 4am, so you can be the best and the worst. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think I call last call 40 or 50 times on Friday and Saturday night. They just know that they just know that I'm going to keep letting them drink, but I try, I try to get them out of there, try to play terrible music and they just end up dancing to it. (laughs) And they, yeah, they think it's clever. Like, all right, you're playing closing time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got one more. Uh, Favorite like cocktail to make and worst cocktail to make. Oh, my favorite cocktail to make is a beer and a shot. Okay. I'm at the end of my bartending Mm. brain. No, no, I, I, I'm a, I, I love, uh, We've been we did, we have a bunch of mezcal. We have like twenty eight different mezcals over there. So we've been mm. doing the traditional, serve them in the gourd with the worm salt and the orange. And I just I love like doing that because I love kind of educating people about mezcal. Mm-hmm. We went to Mexico City this last year and I was able to drink my way around the city and it was uh it, I was I'm pretty passionate about that right now. So mm. love doing that. Worst worst one to make probably adioses or something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I don't, I, I don't think you should be drinking that. No, but but twenty one year old. But I will make it for you, and I'll charge you fourteen dollars yeah. for Long Island. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a there's a shitty the shitty uh, garbage person premium on the on a uh, Long Island iced tea that, that I put on those. But yeah. uh, B- Bloody Marys when I'm busy, you know, like if someone comes in and orders a Bloody Mary at like six p.m. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, bar etiquette. What are you people? thinking? Mm-hmm. Know yeah. what you're bar getting. Etiquette. 
I mean, I know I've wanted one, right? But don't don't, don't do it if it's if busy. You especially sling 15 yeah. drinks yeah. in the next 30 seconds, and yeah. somebody throws down a Bloody Mary order. Yeah, it's just rude. If you want a Bloody Mary after five? Go to TGI Fridays. <laughs> I think they have them on draft. That should you know? be that should be like on every bar, <laughs> like bar etiquette rules. If you want a Bloody Mary after five, go to TGI Fridays. Yeah. And I, and I'm okay with like you know if if it's busy. I mean, if someone wants a drink, make it for them. But you know when it's really busy, and someone orders, you know, you know how it gets over at the cup. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I someone adjust wanted. my drink order. Like so, you know, sometimes I'll want like a, a mixed drink. Yeah. But if it's super busy, I'm like, ah, just you know, just get a yeah. beer or something. Like something simple. Like yeah, I'm not like, saying we're not gonna make you a drink, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's like the person there, there is busy. A, there is busy. a time and a place mm-hmm. to to like. But that's because like, like I'm friends with bartenders mm-hmm. and I know like. How much if I order something that takes a few minutes, how that affects them and everyone else? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just you know trying to be more efficient and have, help everyone have a better time. Mm, yeah, I'm a facilitator like that. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah. dam up the flow. <laughs> yeah, because for me it's like tequila soda water, nice and simple. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, yeah, good. yeah. Well, Jack, that's the go-to. I had, I had 200 of those on Thursday. Still, still hungover. Pete won. He 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 answered all the questions. He made correctly. it. He made Barely. it. <laughs> Ter- terrible start. He totally redeemed myself. He came back at the end, like the Giants mm. been doing a lot lately. Yeah, dude, th- I can't believe that they made something out of that team. That's, that's insane. I, three months ago, mm. I was like, this is gonna be shitty. Mm-hmm. Long, and now Sean, I'm just like, every sad. day I'm like, they won again. <laughs> <laughs> you start texting my buddies like, dude, if you guys. Start watching the Giants again, and you're just like, you know, you don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe it. Yep. But it's great. Fucking panda yeah. back. It's like mm-hmm. early 2010 again already, all yeah. over again. And then the Yankees, that one game uh, with the Twins, I think. Minnesota was awesome. Great cat, the catch of the year, too. It was oh, good. I saw that. That mm-hmm. dive when he laid out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Save the game, but yeah, I mean the Yankees mm. are running away with it. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to. Uh, you just wait. These guys are fucking LA. savages in the box. I'm like going to LA and uh, in <laughs> LA next month to go watch nice. them. Mm-hmm. I then love we, that. I love that Chavez Ravine. I like that stadium. Mm-hmm. It's just like feels good. Yeah, there. we mm-hmm. were doing a crossword the other day at the lake, and Rachel was like, "the the clue was what neighborhood is Chavez Ravine in." And I couldn't, or the Dodger Stadium in. And I was like, I don't know. I know Ch- mm-hmm. Chavez Ravine is like the name of the place. Yeah, it's like, uh, it I forget what letters. It Echo. Is oh, it, Echo Park. Is it in the Echo Park? It's like right there. Yeah, I guess it, I, it would be there, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's like right we there. We couldn't, we, I was like, I don't know, four letters? Yeah, I guess. Probably Echo. Echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just sucks, like, with the whole history about it, how they, like, you know, all the brown yeah, people. Yeah, I, I, I did, I, uh, I, like, watched a documentary and did, like, a report on it in grad school, and mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking sad what went down there. Mm-hmm. They, like, kicked, I mean, they literally Everybody just kicked had, out all the mm-hmm. fucking, like, uh, Mexican people that have been living there mm-hmm. for... Generations, uh, yeah, yeah. generations to build the, the state of Walter There's a lot of stadiums that have that, mm-hmm. that kind of, there's, there's, what that one in Detroit, too, was, was, was the same situation, oh, too, yeah. The only thing I don't like is like when you park, it's always like that big ass hill all the way to the park. The only thing I don't like about it is the Dodgers play there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I wanted blue, to say it. blue. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla said something last night questionable. I was like, I mean, she's a Dodger fan, so obviously you can't trust her judgment completely. <laughs> so see, KK. Uh, Go Giants. Go Giants. But yeah, I'm excited. Be good. And then the uh, last mm. thing, just the local news, right? Yeah, Nami Eats is cooking. Yeah, they're uh, they're Pop, not going to be up. at uh, uh, Food Truck Fridays, but they're going to be at Feed the Camel every mm-hmm. Wednesday. They got a little tent and uh, table set up to uh, to make the burritos. So uh, 
they don't have enough money to buy a new truck, so they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do long term. But what a bummer, man! They're the best mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. Till the end of summer, though, you can catch them every Wednesday night at Feed the Camel until they figure out what's going on there. And then mm-hmm. uh, Drag Queen Story Hour at Sparks Library had all kinds of mm-hmm. crazy supporters there last week. Salutes to Reno and Sparks. They're yeah. doing stuff like that. That's awesome. People coming out and, you know, there were way more supporters than protesters. Yep. That's good. And salutes to my man, Jeff DiPoli, who who took a picture of uh, this guy. He was, this guy was wearing like a pink and light blue shirt. And was like screaming at them how they're going to hell and all this shit. And he was like, "Oh, like I love your shirt. Thanks for supporting Pride because it was like <laughs> Pride Pastel colors." colors yeah. And the dude just got he took a picture of him when he said it. The dude looked so bad. <laughs> he posted it on the, like Instagram and Facebook. And I was uh, like, "Yes, got him, <laughs> got him." Uh, and then the city of Reno is removing the agenda for the criminalizing homelessness. Yeah, people were uh, they were gonna like try and support. Basically, the city of Boise tried to do this, and a court ruled they couldn't criminalize, like you couldn't put people in jail for being homeless. And uh, the city attorney wants to support them in their lawsuit. They're trying to take it to the Supreme Court, and uh, they were going to vote on it. And she removed it because so many people like called the mayor's office and called uh, city council members and complained about this. But basically, the law would you know you could be arrested for falling you know, sleeping. Outside, outside, mm-hmm. inside of city limits. Wait, what? Fucking Carl Hall. Dude. What the, what, how is that Boise. even a? How is that even a, a debatable mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, it's so crazy, especially it's when the like, city's not helping them. Like, it's just tough. The shelters are full because those are the, the things they're saying. Like, the shelters are full. How you know you're gonna arrest people for not having a place to live? Like, mm-hmm. what? What have like mental disabilities? Like, yeah improve their situation because it's not like they have a choice over their situation mm-hmm. and they've got a place to go to and they're just sleeping outside for like the, the lawsuit deals with like all sorts of technicalities with like the the legalese but like the mayor was just like this doesn't help homeless this and this doesn't do anything it's just a burden on taxpayers well the money yeah. the money the money it would take to like you know, incarcerate these people. Like you could probably put a roof over their head and buy them a yeah. meal. That's the thing. For a build a real shelter. You're gonna yeah, pay either way. Prison. You're gonna pay, yeah. and it may as well be on prevention and helping them rather than punishing them for being like. And people who think this like is a good idea, it's like, where's your fucking compassion mm-hmm. for your fellow like fellow man? And especially what's happened now with uh, the brewery district. That's probably they probably brought it up. To get them out of mm-hmm. there, yeah, because yeah. they've been pushing them out of there and like just sending them to like other neighborhoods and not really having an There's infrastructure. There's nowhere else for them to go. Yeah, yeah, for them and like the shelters, the resource centers there. Like they need to be there. Yep. That's where their stuff's at. So unless you guys build something and like another resource center, shelter over their head, like yeah, some mm-hmm. affordable housing, they are making like a, a mini village of uh, like mini houses mm-hmm. for like to help, but it's not enough. Yeah. Or like all the new companies enough. coming in, add a little tax to them and be like, hey. Uh, this, this is Nevada, bro. They yeah. can't Well, they're getting lots of tax breaks. No, that's the yeah, thing. Like, they, don't, they don't tax people in yeah. Nevada. And like, and uh, like they it tax sucks. Yeah. Right. I mean, regular <laughs> people. Yeah. They, don't, they don't tax. You don't tax rich people. Especially, corporations. Especially mm-hmm. corporations from out of, out of state. Those people don't pay tax. And, and their money's not wasted here. It's somewhere else. Yeah. Out there in Alabama, wherever. I right. doubt it's Alabama, mm-hmm. but. No, out there where Walmart's at. That's Arkansas. That's Arkansas. Okay. Both states are low on the state rankings, though. (laughs) Are they like bottom bottom forty? Alabama's in definitely the bottom eight. Oh shit! (laughs) 
and Arkansas. Mm. Fuck those states. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete, it's just because Sean has like a state scale. Yeah. Yeah. So that like, it always comes up. Internal rankings. You know, it's always in flux. You know, states are moving up and down, making moves, mm. and some, some aren't. Arkansas, though, gave us Walmart. And mm. there's just nothing good in Arkansas. Yeah, like the rich, that richest city, Bentonville or whatever it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where yeah, Walmart that is. is. That's, that's where like all ten the headquarters like, is, right? Yep. Walmart's there, and like ten of like the like and they don't pay taxes. Like, yeah. They don't pay taxes. Mm-hmm. They probably own it. Yeah, they own that state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thousand percent. And lastly, I uh, I know this guy because he's married to my friend. Um, Fox News finally apologized. For falsely reporting uh, on Reno man at Trump rally in 2016, Kerry Kreitz, they they reported that he had a gun and Secret Service tackled him and all this shit. And they finally just now issued an apology. They made up after the fact they like lied about how he'd been voting like for his grandmother and that his grandmother had died in 2002 even though she's still alive now damn and like made up all the shit and it was on videos and like people like his name was like on all these conspiracy websites and everyone was like going after this guy they they had to change like social media and their address and all this stuff because he's getting death threats for this fake story that Fox News completely made up and Jesus. fabricated. Those beautiful Christian Fox viewers. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Damn, and he was there. So As all a he Republican. Was, all he was there, he had a sign that said Republicans against Trump. And from that, it went to, he had a gun, Secret even though like even though Secret Service confirmed that he didn't have a gun mm. and was posing no threat, Fox News still reported all this. They ran with that mm, shit. Lawsuit that. I have no mm. idea how they came up with the thing about mm. his grandmother being dead and that he was committing voter fraud and all this stuff. Lawsuit right there. Watch the loudest voice. Because a lot of people just assume work. that, a lot of people assume that it's fact when it comes out. They yeah. Don't, they don't do mm-hmm. their research and it's mm. so, and then they write it off. Yeah. And then, and then now you move on. It's, it's, you throw enough bullshit yeah. against the wall and people are just going to mm-hmm. not be able to sift through it. To find it's the like the, uh, the, uh, the Vegas shooting survivors, like people harassing them and shit, like about being like false flag actors and shit like that. <laughs> or the sand, like Alex Jones with the Sandy Hook survivors. Like that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a couple people I would kill. He's up there high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mitch McConnell's up there too. The list, <laughs> fucking turtle. Uh, you got a lot of lists going on, Sean. I mean, yeah, it's prioritize. Prioritize. It's, I'm a teacher. There's always, <laughs> yeah, making you know rankings and whatnot. And the underlying rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go, Pete, is there anything uh, you want anyone to know about your various establishments and projects that you've got going? No, on? just come see me and come see what I'm doing. I, I put a lot of love and work into the into both these projects but the the velvet pill was something i did all on my own and i'm very proud of it and and uh yeah just come hang out with me up there and have a drink and look at some stuff and yeah thanks for having me on guys this was great we appreciate yeah, you coming, coming through on. we're yeah. glad you came yeah. and uh it's my first time on an international podcast <laughs> <laughs> we support local businesses people exactly. we highlight these people Absolutely. because they're in your community they're of your community and you know they're cool as shit help mm-hmm. them out and that's how you make your community better. It's yeah. not these yep. people who are 
these corporations coming from someplace else. It's the people who are actually from here mm-hmm. doing good. Making the city better. Making, yeah. And good job, mm-hmm. Reno. I'm, I'm so proud of this city. No, it's come a long way. Cause like, a lot of pride. Especially like always like from traveling a lot, you know, like yeah. seeing other cities, like Reno is finally getting there. But it's the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. We it's have people. such it's, good people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's the community. It's a mm-hmm. small yep. community. and Because I remember like the, when the, the Midtown Business Association first started, like promoting – you know, getting all these businesses revitalized and providing yeah. loans for these people. And, you know, look what they've, you know, 10 years later, look how much it's. The investment mm-hmm. is paying off. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a fun spot. Just can't wait till they finish the roads, though. <laughs> yeah. That's another Watch 10 years. That construction. Another 10 years. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. you can always check us out, me and Caesar, every Friday night uh, from 9 to 11 on K-Wink with our radio show playing nothing but the best in hip hop for you guys, giving you what you need. Not what you want. Not what you want. Mm-hmm. No requests. <laughs> and uh, we'll be coming in hot for the next few weeks uh, with a new podcast mm-hmm. uh, every week. So uh, stay tuned. And, uh, Back grinding again. Yeah, keep listening. Mm-hmm. Until, but until next time, this is Sean saying peace. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Bella photo, follow your heart. Wear sunscreen. Salute. <laughs>